right, welcome back to the Practical Scouter. Greg, for whatever reason, decided to give me the intro mic and uh, let us talk about uh, whatever we're going to talk about. So we have, I'm Jeff, we have Greg. Hello. And we have Jay. Hi, how are you? Jeff, you did a great, you, you did a great introduction. Congratulations. Excellent. Uh, thank you. Okay, good. So I'm done. Uh, I'll, I'll sign off now, and you guys can finish it up. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put the helium balloon filter on your voice for the intro. Just. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever works, whatever works. Uh, so we're here to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about some specifics on some virtual meetings we've had, uh, both den meetings, troop meetings, and pack meetings. We alluded to a lot of them. Uh, earlier, but we've done a few now and we've got some successes and some uh, failures and we've learned from all of that. And maybe, you know, we'll talk about some of the, the, the legal things. Uh, w- one of the th- things that we did in my pack, I'm the assistant uh, Cubmaster, and I had the, the, the leaders in that pack are amazing. They're fantastic. They took this, they said, look, we're just going to do this and figure it out. And uh, it was a great pack meeting. It was, uh, I think it's maybe about 40 scouts, plus or minus in the pack. Had a pack meeting, was pretty pretty short. Uh, they And they kept it short on purpose. They put a call out about a week prior to the pack meeting for the leaders to send in pictures of what the scouts were doing in the intervening time. And they took the pictures, they put it to a slideshow uh, with some music track. They played through that as part of the pack meeting. And they... M- any scout that wanted to talk and get on camera, uh, they did. They said, hey, all right, now it's your turn. And they went down the line. They went down the den. And most of the scouts had an amazing time just talking for about a minute about what they've been doing and all that kind of stuff. So you had these little uh, you had, you know, kindergartners on up, right, talking about all this fun stuff they've had. And for a lot of them, this was the first time they've really got to shine on on camera. And one of the leaders uh, said on a follow-up call, they said in a normal pack meeting, we would never let every individual scout in the pack get up and talk to the whole group. They Number one, they probably wouldn't do it. Uh, no, and, but number two, you really just maybe just don't even have the wall clock time. But for whatever reason, they loved the virtual format of getting up there and these kids that you've never heard anything from. But so by all accounts, it was a really, really great meeting. It was a simple meeting. It was a short meeting, and that was it, right? We did a oath and law uh, flag ceremony. The Cubmaster uh, did that, did a couple of introductions and announcements, and then they just sort of let it happen organically from that. And it was it was really really cool. And the theme, the the main thing that we were trying to talk about is not necessarily advancement or shared games or anything like that. We talked about all we wanted was an engagement opportunity. All we wanted was these scouts to realize, hey, there's still this bigger world out there and your friends are still here. Scouts are still here. And it was fantastic. By by all measures, it was a really, really great first meeting. We had a leader meeting. We talked about what the second meeting is going to be. Now, that one's going to be trickier, right? And they're talking about online bingo and some maybe some trivia games and all this fun little stuff for, for the little guys. And uh, it, it's... The den leaders, I, I can't say enough. I'm, hopefully, we'll get a chance to have some of the, the 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 newer den leaders on on this podcast. I can't say enough about how fantastic uh, a job they are doing by just taking this ball forward 
with no playbook. They can't raise their hand and say, hey, how do you have a virtual den meeting? Well, I don't know. You're, you're the one writing the script now, so it, it's fantastic. So that's been a great pack experience, specific, real, tangible, nothing theoretical. It was really, really great. That's wonderful to hear. We're a bit spoiled at the troop level because we just hand it off to the PLC and say, you guys know these electronic tools. We don't figure it out. And they show up with more ideas than we could th- we could think of. But that, you know, Ed mentioned it a few weeks ago when we spoke to him, that cub leader role, the, the, the den leader role, is the hardest role in scouting. Um, the amount that they have to plan and do on their own. They are putting on a program for these kids and they're, they're not getting the... They don't get the help. They don't have those teenagers who are chipping in and saying, but we want to do this. So kudos to them. That sounds like it was a ton of fun. It was a, it was a ton of fun. And the lead, they just, they, the leaders didn't shy away from it. Uh, they just said, yeah, sure. We're doing this for our kids, right? They're in it. They are in it for their children and they want to put their best foot forward and show show their four-year-old, their five-year-old, or their, even their 10-year-old and say, look, the, the world's moving on. It, 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 you know, things like scouting don't stop, right? And one of the den leaders actually said that he, it's really pretty, it's fun because uh, the sports programs, you can't, you can't do it as much, right? You can still have the engagement. The kids can still chat. But in terms of content and, and meaningful sort of activities and, and meaty things that you can talk about, it's it's harder to do with sports at those younger ages, right? Mm-hmm. And you're feeding into what those younger kids will want to do. I, I remember as a den leader, and I know elementary school teachers have the same turn of phrase that I, I borrowed from them when I was a den leader. When a kid raises their hand, a seven, eight-year-old, you say, okay, do you have a question or do you have a story? <laughs> <laughs> Because you know how that goes. Everyone's got a story to tell when you're trying to get something sure. done. And what you, what what your pack did was give everyone the opportunity to get out there and tell us and tell a story, and do what the, those kids love to do. So, oh, it, it sounds like it was great. And the leaders did a nice job. They there was some running rules on the side ahead of time. Look, keep it to a minute or so. Don't don't let the story ramble. But let them tell their story. Let them talk. Mm-hmm. Right. And. It, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was it was it was heartwarming, and it uh, as much as I'm sort of all in with this virtual stuff and all this tech, it really it, it's it it sucks not having the group together and not feeding off the energy of of all of those cubs. And I mean, what what is what's more fun than having a whole room full of Cub Scouts really engaged and getting excited? I mean, that's just that that's a lot of fun and and. As, as fun as, as good as that virtual meeting was, it I wouldn't trade it for a real pack meeting. Sure, right? A really well, I I, I wouldn't do that. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, you, you know, my position. This virtual stuff is part of the future, uh, but it does not it does not replace the face to face interaction. Right. Mm-hmm. It augments it. It does not replace it. And to my point about the fact that as as troop leaders we have less to do than the cub leaders do. Um, if your team there is trying to figure out how to do bingo, those kinds of things, we've been doing Pictionary and um, what's that, uh, uh, Cahoots and all those things. If if they want some Boy Scout assistance in planning some of that stuff, uh, let, let's have a chat. 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, as Ed said, when we talked with, with Ed and, and I'm sure there's other scoutmasters doing similar kinds of things, these packs need that level of experience engagement, both from the youth and from the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, right now, a lot of the older scoutmasters and such, they might need some help from the younger cub, cub parents on some of the tech, right? Sure. Uh, we're in this weird sort of generational world where you still have uh, some very active scouters that have not lived and breathed their working entire working life with all of these desktop video conferencing tools. I'm somewhere in the middle. I've implemented a lot of these things professionally, but for the younger leaders out there, these tools have always been there. This is just completely not a new thing to them. Uh, people may be, I don't know, 45 years old plus, 50 years old plus. They, they've lived in both of these worlds, but it, it, this is not an exclusive experience for them. Uh, and if you're, if you're much older than that, some of this stuff is really, really new. And for some people, it's really hard, right? And they're, they're, they either don't want to or don't know how to participate. I, I'm in a couple of discussion groups, and probably the average age in one of the discussion groups is 75. And we've been doing this now for a month, once a week, and there's still is the first five or 10 minutes of the meeting down from the first half hour of the meeting is how do you use Zoom and how do you control your screen and how do you mute people? And uh, it's it's a real challenge. Uh, and even for some of the uh, council level meetings where the average age is now down to 52 or something like that, uh, some of that's still challenging for, uh, for some of the people. And, and I've seen some of the roundtables that we had where we've got a wide range of ages and some people are more or less uh, comfortable with it. I, I participated in a board of review last week for the troop that I'm a committee member of. Uh, it's uh, Life Scout, a female um, girl. She's probably 15 or so, so one of the older girls in the program, but she's only been in it now for a um, little more than a year since the troop was formed last February. And I thought the board review went very well, and but it's an interesting environment. You know, the the kids, as it were, the youth are very comfortable in this environment. And uh, I guess the other two board members were much younger than I. Uh, but it it's uh, you know great technology and made it easy to put together at the last minute. Certainly, we don't have to drive and 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 get to somewhere, uh, so it's certainly adaptable. But uh, you know, it's an intriguing process, certainly. But at the end of the day, the substance and the content still needs to be there, right? Yeah. The, 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 the forethought, the excellent roundtables that people put together. You can't – one of the things I've noticed with my, my older son in particular is he's really comfortable with the technology as sort of a delivery medium. But sometimes they're just talking about nonsense, right? And if you have 10 minutes to deliver a topic, you really need to be on your A game. And I might say, via video, you need to even be more. Uh, you need to even be more specific, and more deliberate with the way that you're doing things. Right? It's harder. It is harder to deliver great content via video versus a, for many of us, a face-to-face meeting. Yeah. So you really need to think it through. You gotta have a game plan. I have so many different places I want to go with that because my initial reaction was. If you sat through enough tr- normal in-person troop meetings, you would know that 
that that pl- the, the the planning that you're assuming isn't always there, whether you're in person or not. <laughs> but um, you know, when you're delivering content to a, I'm thinking more of of the the, the kids than I am the adults. But I guess this applies for adults as well. You're delivering content. And there are people who are next to each other who are, you know, poking each other and goofing around in person. They can distract each other and not listen. By the same token, when you're delivering content electronically, Jeff, halfway through what you were saying before, I was checking my phone. I was playing a game. You know, right. it's, it's easy to get distracted on your own because what I'm doing outside of these four box, you know, the box in front of me, the four lines, you, you don't see. You don't see what I'm doing. You don't know what kind of pants I'm wearing, you know. And I don't want to. I don't want to. So don't don't put those ideas in my head. I'm sorry. And that's actually an interesting segue to recording content and screenshots, mm-hmm. right? And 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 snapshotting yeah. audio. You face to face meetings. You you can't. I mean, you can, but it's usually a little bit more obvious if you're doing any. You can record audio pretty you know stealth wise but recording video is a whole different thing but uh what what are the rules around and jay this is a little bit more in your world for on the on the the executive leadership side right what are the rules around this i i I don't think we recorded our pack meeting and we wouldn't distribute any of that from a youth protection perspective because you got people's children and whatnot right you just don't do that um, but what are the rules? Well, it, it, it's interesting because I've sat on a couple of um, webinars with the national office, uh, mainly around out, outdoor programs, but there's been some other issues. And this is a, uh, all this guidance is evolving. And it, the simple thing as whenever we fill out our health, uh, annual health form, the first page is a, a talent release. And it's really, you know, I give permission for my unit to use my likeness or my pictures and and uh, in publicity and, and and information like that. And BSA acknowledged that this situation where we are um, in constant meetings on Zoom or WebEx or Google or whatever program you're using was never contemplated by uh, our legal minds by uh, uh, counsel. Uh, council being SEL uh, attorneys in the designing the various talent releases, privacy releases. And BSA's policy is for any meetings involving youth or true meetings or PAC meetings, they should not be recorded, period. It's uh, really a question of youth protection. When it comes to um, adult leaders, again, the talent release really doesn't apply and as adults, we're able to give our own permission, whereas uh, our youth can't give you know permission to, to use the photos. And what BSA's uh, uh, feeling is that state privacy laws come into play probably as the, the paramount control. And the guidance that BSA has come out with is that it's up to each council to consult with their local attorneys on what's permitted uh, in their state. And, and then you can have a policy that can differ from that. Obviously, can be stricter, can't be looser uh, in that. Uh, generally, good practice is if you're going to record, you know, tell people you're going to record. Again, if there's youth involved, don't do it. Uh, if there's adult involved, you know, uh, you know, ask permission. But really, you ought to ask permission or ask uh, for an opinion from your local attorney, your counsel, general counsel, uh, or you know, the law firm that uh, is supporting your counsel. Uh, so it's state, it. yeah, state laws. 
uh, BSA policies, uh, cur the general courtesy, yeah. those, those sorts of things. But at the end of the day, before you record something with a group of people, you really should know the running rules. Yeah, and BSA was supposed to come out with a guidance. They may have. I, I have not found it yet, but they were supposed to come out with some guidance about um, Zoom rooms. Uh, we've talked about youth protection guidelines, the two to leadership and no one-on-one -on -one contact applies in person, but also electronically or virtually. Um, and BSA is going to come out with some specific guidances that applies to Zoom and the ability to set up separate rooms. I have not seen that yet. Uh, got to be on the lookout for it. Uh, combination of you know what's what's appropriate and and there's some common sense involved too. Um, so you know, stay tuned for that when I figure out what that works. It will publicize that too. Yeah. The operative words guidance, yes, right? Definitely. Yeah. I like, I like, I like what Ed said uh, in, you know, in the other, in the other uh, podcast is, you know, he's not getting in and managing individual scouts chats with each other. Right. right. You, you lock it down all you want via zoom or something, but they're going to be texting and chatting on the side. It's when he's interacting or his leaders are interacting with the scouts where they have to monitor that stuff. And, and where the youth protection policies apply. I, I, how do you stop? I mean, it's, it's a cyberbullying potential thing, right? Where you've got chats going on the side and, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of scouts in a private chat room making fun of another scout and all this kind of yeah. stuff. It's, it, that, that's a, it's easier to manage face-to-face -face because you can hear it and you can see it and you can see the body language. But when it's all online, it's when, it, when it's in these chat rooms or offline texts or Snapchat or, you know, whatever it is, that's virtually, pardon the pun, impossible to manage. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and the answer is it's, it's easy and, and hard. Uh, the easy part is you follow the Scott Oathen law, uh, but also uh, trust to verify. It's, it's also, you know, make sure that, that um, youth protection training is up to date for all the adults in the program, including the parents that are that are involved uh, peripherally, and that um, you know that you set expectations for your all your members, youth and adults, of you know what the conduct is is appropriate for there, and then you know hope in some respects that the kids are living up to it. You can shut off chat in a in a Zoom meeting, but the kids will just pick up their phones and and chat right. directly or keep another window open on their, on their computer to be talking. To and you want to, you also, I think you want to have a culture. If a scout does feel they're being bullied, uh, younger scout being bullied by the older scouts or whatever it is, uh, that there, you, you have a troop culture yeah. where they're going to raise their hand and say, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mr. Scoutmaster, Miss Scoutmaster, yeah. you know, th th these things are happening and right. And then you, you, you would take your normal thing. So, uh, so the long and the short of it in terms of legalities, and I'd love to hear from other folks on what their local councils are saying or yeah. uh, municipalities, or maybe they're just shying away from it altogether and they're just not, uh, well, I can't imagine there's people, I, there are people I'm sure doing nothing right now, right? Doing nothing. Right. But if they're doing virtual, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear if there are people that are saying, you know, whatever record if you want if you don't want to be recorded don't join the meeting uh people that maybe aren't asking the questions of the local laws it, it, to some degree it feels like a complete wild wild west out there right now yeah i i know the first when when we first started meeting virtually 
Uh, I know a couple of troops, in fact, recorded uh, their tro troops, uh, recorded their troop meetings, and I think they posted on the Facebook, and that's subsequently been taken down because we, you know, we, we weren't sure of the guidance, and you have this talent release out there, and co common sense is not, it, it's not a test because everything we're doing is both within common sense and outside of anything that we've done routinely before uh, for it. Mo I, best I can tell, talking to the council commissioner, uh, roughly 90% of our units are doing something virtually. I'm guessing it's 95% of troops, and it's probably 85% of PACs. Um, our council created a scanning and home recognition patch. Whenever there's something going on that's unusual, there's a patch in it. Uh, so we've had a scouting and home patch. Uh, last I checked this morning, we have 43 uh, troops and packs uh, that have applied for the patch for 1,600 scouts. I'm guessing by the time we have our cutoff, which I think I extended to 15 May, is we'll probably have 2,500 uh, youth and adults that will qualify for the award. And we made it very simple. It basically is do something online, just keep engaged, work on an advancement if you can do it, and make sure everybody's cyber chips, cyber chip is up to date. Uh, so a couple of yeah. a couple of hours ago, we had a, our leader meeting for for the for the pack, and we talked about that. Good. And the the leaders were saying, look, you, you, it's easy to get this. We've already done all of this. We've have all these meetings, but we talked about how we're going to distribute that patch. How are the scouts going to get that patch? And it was really funny. We we're talking about, oh, we could drive this. We could do this social distance and. And I don't know, a drone flight or something and drop it out, whatever it is. We're coming to all these crazy ideas. <laughs> and, and one of the parents, she said, you know what? It is really special for a younger, for a younger person to get a hand addressed letter in the mail. Mm -hmm. Great yeah. idea. And yeah, and it was as simple as that. So we're going to do a snail mail, Great. drop them in there, hand addressed with a little note. And that is just the coolest thing. It's going to be addressed directly to the scout and that's it. So I just thought that just a side note, Jay, on the patch situation in, yeah. terms, of, in terms of distribution, that just seems like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That That's just a, that's a neat thing. Especially as we're getting all electronic with everything right now to go way old school and put something yeah, in the mail. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Good. So I would say if there's folks out there that are doing uh, uh, things like this, either patches or if they've got legal stuff, I mean, send us a note if you want to come on the show. If you're a lawyer, if you're a lawyer, and there's more than one lawyer out there in scouting, <laughs> send us a note. We'll get you on the show, and uh, you can share your your experiences and your words of wisdom, and I think it would be fantastic. Sounds good. All right. Great. All right, cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Send us notes. The Practical Scouter. Greg, what's the email? Practicalscouter at gmail.com. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>